Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <sighs> Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today for the homegoing celebration of Mr. Sean, who has gone up to yonder. What's up, everybody? You are tuned in to AfterBus TV for Power. I am your host, Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce my panel. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Cornelia. I am Robin Ayers. And I'm Janisha John. And we have a very special guest in the building via Skype. He is um, uh, in New York right now, and he is um, the character of Ruiz. Please welcome to After Buzz, Mr. Luis Antonio Ramos. We are so happy that you are here. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us via Skype. Uh, let's just get right into it. So my question to everyone is, should the rest of the, I guess the drug lords, should they really trust Kanan's plan? Ooh, no. <laughs> you have to turn the camera to the know, back for that know, one. You know, trust the plan being that, you know, A, to kill ghosts by tomorrow. Right. And then, and then B, to trust him since Lobos is in jail, Tommy's in jail, and how are how is Kanan going to? I think get everyone I, I, on board. I, I think in the scene you you, you saw, I, I I talked about this with a couple of people. You just see you you, you see a lot of doubt in everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's kind of like on the fence with it, um, but they're not with him when they're going to go do this. So you never really know. You don't know. You know, we, we have long talks before all these scenes. I just want to say hi to everybody. Hello, uh, Robin and all of y'all. Hey! hey. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, it's quite a, man, it, 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 it is just, you just never know which way this thing's going to go. Um, with, with, with the writing, the actors sit around and we talk about it. We, we, we really kind of like me and 50 and Rotimi and, and rush, you know the the other cat. We we sat down and we talked about it, and um, we don't know. We don't really know which way it's going to go. Um, it is, it's touchy, man. And and the game is the game. The street game is very. Um, it can go either way at any time, as you know. 
I, I have to agree. I mean, watching the episode, I would say that everyone looked like they were they were they weren't sure. And even uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Vlad. Yeah, Vladimir. He was even like, for your sake. Mm-hmm. I hope. I hope you're right. You know, because yeah. yeah. nobody nobody like nobody seems to have that reassurance that this is what's going to go down. So I think in the back of everyone's minds, they're already plotting. Okay, what's next? What are we gonna do if this doesn't work out? You know, so that's and what I, I think. think. There's there, there, there's uh, there, there's as we get into season three and we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, a lot there's a lot of loose ends that have been have been tied up in this second season, and there's a lot of things kind of like how do these two relate to this, and how do these two how did they wind up together, and what's their history, and you know um, certainly with all of these guys that that Ghost is working with, there's a lot of that. Okay, you said when we get to season three so it's safe to say that you are alive and you make it because <laughs> you, you know I, I'm, I'm the choice for killing people we, uh, <laughs> as a show get to season three I don't know what happens with me right. I could okay. tell you okay. um, well I, so well, we actually have to say, well, I, I'm going to speak for all of us, that you have us questioning every episode, really, like, what's up with Ruiz, like, mm-hmm. trying to get a seat at the table. Like, you've done a great job thus far of playing Ruiz, and, you know, we're fans of your work, but what's up with Ruiz trying to get a seat at the table? What's going on? He's playing, you know, Vibora, actually, Carlos Vibora <clears throat> Ruiz. Vibora means snake, and <sighs> certainly, you know, I took that to heart as an actor. I, I I can't. That's and that that was my that was my that was my go to thing. Every every episode, every scene. Remember remember what this guy's doing. You sometimes you know he's there. Sometimes you don't know he's there. Um, sometimes you really shouldn't know if or not he's going to bite um, or not or where he's situated. And you know this guy. We're not talking about a dumb guy. We're talking about a guy that's got a lot of businesses. He's got the gym. Yeah. He's got laundromats. He's this guy's. And he's the major mover right now for Ghost. So there's a lot with this cat that's like still kind of unfolding, and um, and what exactly it is that he wants to do. So we don't really know what his deal is, but he's seeing and watching everything. That's how the street is. You got to watch every corner. You got to watch every light. You got to watch every car that passes by. You can never fall. The minute that you fall asleep, trouble happens. We've seen that already in mm-hmm. this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember the theme of this whole show is power. Yeah. And anybody that falls asleep for a second is is going to get burned. Yeah. Anybody. Angela, Ghost, Tommy, his mother, mom, <laughs> Debbie Morgan, everybody. Anybody that falls asleep for a second is going to get burned. So you can. Great point. I did want to touch on his character. Um, you know, Luis, I, I think, again, you play an amazing role as Ruiz, and I like that he's always cool, calm, and collected with a cigar in his head. It's just <laughs> real cool. You know, just there, just thinking and, and just, like, analyzing everything. And I, I admire that, especially in this episode. I noticed that you always have that cigar, and you're just really sitting there and analyzing what's going on. So... And he's older. Thanks. Thank you for that. Those those are little choices that that not just myself, everybody's making. You know, Joseph with the chain, um, uh, the, the the phone for a ghost becomes an extension of who he is. Wow. Any pen in the hand of Angela mm-hmm. becomes uh, becomes like a, like like a teacher's pointer stick mm. 
um, you know, Natori, <laughs> Natori with, 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 with the hair and, 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 and her, her thought process. Everybody has something. Every actor needs something that anchors them wow. so that um, so their hands aren't doing all this, like mm-hmm. what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great point. I have a question. So you guys all want uh, your character, All One Goes Dead. But he is the he's the only person that can get close to Lobos. So if you kill him, what make you guys think that you, A, uh, Ruiz is going to get a seat at the table if you kill him, uh, and A, and then B, you don't have access to him, so why kill him? Why just keep him close? Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, not, you know, as I'm going along, I'm, and as you've seen, um, I'm not sure that Ruiz are really completely on board with this. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see how that evolves. Okay. You yeah. know, I'm not really sure anybody's on board with this because, as you saw in that very pivotal scene with Canaan, it's kind of like, you know, this is really not a good move. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure that this is a good move. When he comes to meet me at the um at the boxing gym, it's you're talking about taking these two guys out. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what are we doing here? Um, this this could go really bad, and um. So not just myself, but, you know, Vladi's also uh, n- n- not feeling it. My boy's on the side. You know, when I talk to Frankie G, you know, me and Frankie G always, I w- remember in that scene, I look at him and kind of go, mm, I don't know. You know, I'm not really sure about all of this. So and this is being this is evolving as we go as Courtney and, and David Noller. And we all watch this thing. It's kind of like, oh, OK, maybe we can we go this way. So we don't really know how, how, how this is going to go. Um I don't know the killing ghosts is a good idea, but <laughs> that's that's the fan watching. All right. Uh, okay. But you've made a great point. You said uh, particularly with that scene, there was a whole lot of doubt, which is, you know, a great point and something that I think that we were all clearly able to see. And it, it, from my standpoint, it just seems like maybe not taking ghosts out is the way to go. But Ruiz just wants to be there and not be so on the outside and he just you know literally wants a seat at the table to but but there's something there with that character with Ghost because there's a specific scene uh that we we actually talked about I believe it was uh episode 7 if I'm not mistaken where Ghost was walking away from we, Ruiz and um he just gave him this stare down as they nice. walked away I mean it was such disdain so yeah. there's clearly something between the two characters where you know I don't know that, that Ruiz necessarily wants Ghost dead but it's something there that we're you know definitely there's something trying to he's just into. not getting Ruiz is not getting he's not getting the respect <laughs> he deserves for mm. the job that he's doing in any company remember th- let's not think let's not think about this as a is a street thing. Let's think about this as a company, a CEO, uh, and and, uh, and a assistant CEO, for lack of a better way to put it, in a, on a Wall Street firm. It's like he wants to be partner. Mm-hmm. He wants to be partner in the law firm, and he's being denied. So that that in and of itself, let's add. Now you add the street element to it, and it becomes. And it, as you said, you, you, you said it perfectly. It becomes disdain because that, now it's becomes now it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Now it's yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. Now it's not even about the seat on the table. Right. The street fight isn't always about the street fight. The street fight. The reason for the street fight always it always gets lost because then it becomes about barking chihuahuas and pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So this is a, this is about pride. This mm-hmm. is about this is a Latin man, a family, you know. And and let's not for a second dismiss that Latin thing. 
mm-hmm. you know, Latin pride, that 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 um, rooster thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, man, you know, w- what are you doing? We, yeah. We've discussed this several times. We, given what I've done, we should be moving in a certain direction, and we're not. And you know, no one in any business, be you, be it a law firm, advertising, the street, lights being held down. True. No. Very true. <laughs> because no Ruiz is a powerful man too. Yeah. You know, cause from what we see, it's like that. That's perfectly said because it it does become a pride thing too. Like, yo, I'm doing my thing. I'm out here making it happen just like you. So I totally uh, can see that. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And me and Omari, you know, we talk about we Omari and I talk about these scenes at length before we do them. And you know, there there are times where there, there have been certain scenes where we just kind of let it flow, and then there's been. A couple of scenes where him and I have looked at each other and said, we need to go dark here, really, really dark. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those scenes <clears throat> where him and I, the actors, Omari and Luis said, we need to take this somewhere else because right. there's history here with these two and something's going on here that's much more, that has nothing to do with the drugs. Mm-hmm. It's like I told you, sometimes a street fight, it's not about, it's not what about they're originally fighting about. Right. It's about something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a great uh, point that you bring up, and you were just mentioning how how you and Amari would sometimes have conversations and moments. Um, uh, for me, I credit that as um, just your acting ability and your experience and being in the game for so long. And so, I I would like to ask you just a couple questions um, as far as this role. Um, I look at all your credits, and I literally think, okay, well, I wonder if. Did you have to audition for this role or did they give you this role? Because you've been in the game for a really, really long time. Yeah. I actually, you know, it's funny. I, I came from, I was doing a show called um, Lucky Seven mm-hmm. for ABC. And the show gets canceled. And I'm in Toronto. And I'm like, just kind of like laying back. We've done nine episodes. You can watch it on um, one of those internet things. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm catching up. I'm catching up to this whole like social media kind of thing. I'm I'm learning as I go along. And at any rate, the show gets canceled. I stay in Toronto for a little while, and I'm on my way back. And I'm just kind of refreshed. I just kind of like, okay, time to go back to New York. Time to get back into the grind. And on the way back, I get a phone call from my manager. Said these people want to meet you tomorrow. I'm. It's a Thursday. They want to meet me on a Friday. Wow. To make a long story short, by Monday. There I was Ooh, in the read through, and I was like, crazy. I looked around, I listened to the read through, and I le- and I was <laughs> like, hmm, I'm not at ABC anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole, whole another thing, you know. It, and it's funny, you know, you know what's funny is that I, I, I take, I'm classically trained. I went to a conservatory for theater. I went, I studied at NYU for a couple of years. I, um, I look at something like, and I talked to Courtney about this. I look at something like, like power, and it's. To me, it's Shakespearean in nature. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has a very Macbeth, King Lear um, it, type of Hamlet type mm-hmm. of dynamic. Hmm. It, and you have to have that kind of overview to make something th- that's contemporary like this stand. Yeah, you know, yeah. it has to have that kind of thing. You have the brothers, you know, you have for, for the bastard son and King Lear, like, you know, Joseph, Joseph which Joseph Sakura is playing. Oh, you have, sorry. you know, Hamlet himself with uh, or King Lear, you know, blow yeah. winds blow, crack your cheeks. He's like and when he yells to uh, to, um, to 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 oh boy, go. 
Sean, when you yelled at Sean. I mean, that's not a Shakespearean type of moment. Powerful. We've actually heard that. That was, you know, the second time I heard that, uh, that is very Shakespearean. Mm -hmm. Did you, just by the read, when you went on that Monday, were you able to tell that Power was going to be such a dynamic show from that moment? From about the third time that we were on set, by the time we were doing the third episode, I did do the right thing. Mm, Yes, Um, you did. Many years ago. Sorry, I got happy. My bad. I know your body of work. Sorry, interrupt you. Go ahead. So I go and I do do the right thing. Many years ago, and um, and we were on the set about two weeks in, and we kind of all looked. Me and Martin Lawrence and Sam Jackson and and a bunch of other people. We all looked at each other and were kind of like, "Wow, this is intense." By this time, we got Stevie Wonder walking through the set. Um, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson comes through Eddie Murphy comes through on one of the night shoots and we're like okay this is going to be something this is going to be something else never did I think that it would be what it's become but um, I had the same feeling I've only had that feeling twice mm. with do the right thing and with power wow, wow. That's, that's huge that's incredible you, yeah. you I, I sat there and I kind of went after the third episode after we had the read through for the third episode I was like ooh it's on yeah, and it's been on. You, you, but it's 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 that it's what you alluded to, Bam. It's, uh-huh. it's experience. You kind of you can feel it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you can feel it. You Actors sit on sets and people, producers sit around and they always think that they're doing the next you know, um, the next raging bull or the next whatever. And it's not always the case, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes work is just work. Yeah, right. You mentioned um, you mentioned do the right thing and you and you mentioned Martin Lawrence. Um, you are an actor who I'm sure people recognize you for many roles, but for me, mm-hmm. I always think of one, two of the roles that two of the three roles that you actually played on Martin. One when you were the landlord, and two when you were um, the fixing man when Martin came when Gina was in the hotel with Pam. <laughs> it's always those two episodes when I see you, I always think that Martin. Yeah. So is there is there a role in particular that people recognize you from? Man, um, you know what? What I've been afforded uh, for a long time is anonymity mm-hmm. because I played so many different roles in so many different shows for so long. Um, I just kind of like it. Actually, takes people about a half a block. I like to say before they realize it. And usually behind <laughs> me, I hear, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and so it's about a half a block down the way, you know, and. We're in a period from like about 2005, 2004 forward where there's nothing that you can do that people don't see or can't mm-hmm. latch onto. A lot of a lot of work I did was prior to that. Right. That that was that's pre-internet, pre um that's pre-internet, pre-Twitter, pre like the whole social media thing. So there was a lot of work that I was quietly doing and I was in um uh, the Shield. I did a three episode mm-hmm. arc in The Shield. I did um Alias I did a bunch of those shows that, like, I actually was out in L.A. and thinking, man, I wonder, is, any, is anybody seeing any of this stuff? <laughs> you know? And what Power's done, and I told this to Courtney, was it's made people go, wait a minute, I've seen this dude before, and they've gone back and go, mm-hmm. whoa, okay. Because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've worked with a lot of rappers, you know, and, and comedians. I worked with Martin. I worked with LL Cool J on a show called In the House. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a lot of different stuff that, uh, that, that that's out there. And um, Power, God bless God bless all those people, man, because what it's done, it's, it's kind of like bought all that rushing back. Mm-hmm. So 
it's been good. I have a question for you, Lewis. What would you say is uh, maybe your most favorite role or character that you've played or or most similar <laughs> to who you are uh, on a day-to-day? Boy, what character is most similar to what, what I've done? Man, I, I you know, it's a play. I, I did a play at, at Arena Stage called mm-hmm. um, Stand-Up Tragedy which was a play on kind of like the whole stand-up comedy thing. And this guy, and I, I was one guy and I played multiple characters. I played an older brother and I played my mother. <laughs> and um, it was in, in front of 800 people a night, you know, and it was, uh, that was the closest. In terms of film and television, I don't know, I, I, I was trained to be an actor. So all of them, all of the characters that I played, I did a film called Latin Dragon where I played a cop and there's a cop in me, there's a gangster in me, there's a teacher in me, there's a doctor in me, there's a mechanic in me. So all of them are a part of me. Um, and, you know, you're, as an actor, if you have any experience, you know anything, you, you, you can't just pose. You got you to gotta draw from something. You have to draw from the well and the well is your wealth of experience. Um, for me, as I've gotten older, it's gotten easier to access that well sometimes when you're younger you don't have enough to draw from right. there's not enough mm-hmm. water in that well to draw from um as i've gotten older it's gotten better so well, you know i i think this cat ruiz is a combination of a lot of the guys that i grew up with okay it says a lot about you uh as an actor i always i'm always fascinated by actors when uh they play such a, a role so well that people the public tend to think that that's who they actually are. So maybe if someone were walking down the street, they're scared to talk to you. They think, you know what I'm saying? Joseph, <laughs> like, Joseph Kura is not, it, it, Omari's right. not like, Omari's a family man, with devoted family man with two children. Notori is this wonderful daughter and singer to her mother. Joseph is like, you know, a family man who, 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 who loves his family and his mm-hmm. brothers and has a whole different life that has nothing to do with being Tommy. Absolutely. Uh, who, who are you, Luis? Who are you in real life? Um, I'm a cyclist and uh, um, a sports enthusiast and uh, primarily a cyclist. I spend a lot of time on my bike. You know, wow. that's what keeps me fit and ready for my work, um, except in the wintertime here in New York. Yeah, <laughs> you're not riding nowhere oh, in the wintertime in New York. Ride nothing in New York at that time. Those There were days we were shooting that. Remember that big um, scene mm-hmm. when we were um, when we went into the Serbians' place to yeah. raid that thing? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ Almighty, there was ice <laughs> on the river and we were right near it. Oh, we were, man. It was just buck wild cold. I was like, oh, God, what is going on here? I was like, get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> 12 hours, 12, 13 hours. Oh, wow. You know? But it was um, it was great. You know, and, 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 um, and I'm single and I ride my bike and just kind of like try to take care of my family. You know, what's left. My, my, my dad just recently passed. And sorry, been, sorry. Uh, yep. That, but that's, he, he was good, man. He, he went out like a champ. He's mm. a bad man. Yeah, <laughs> hey. and, and my dad, there's a lot of my dad in Bibora. There's nice. a whole lot of my dad. Any real life boxing experience? I, I, uh, I did, you know, I, I did a play called Camino Real. You know, I did a lot of theater stuff, man. And, um, you know, the theater is what taught me to commit. The theater is where I learned how commitment, um, meaning that, that you had to be all in. And I think that's what you see, not just with myself, but I see, I think you see that from the guys in the background in power all the way through to Omari. You know, mm-hmm. um, all, all the ladies, the ladies are just amazing. What Notori's doing, what Layla's doing, what um, Big Red's doing. I like to call her Big Red. Um, <laughs> 
The key to this show is this. It, it, it is that the ball never drops. The air is never let out of the balloon. There's never a break. You can't just kind of go, okay, I could, I could take a breath during this uh-uh. scene. You can't. You got to be like... Yep. Paying attention, like, whoa, what the hell's going yeah. on? Edge you know, because every and if you miss something, you got to go watch it again. And from what I understand, nine out of ten people got to go watch it again because mm-hmm. they're just yeah. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sure do, we definitely do. So, Luis, uh, before I let you go, there's I just uh, one other thing that I want to say to you. Um, like I said, I have followed your work um, for for many many years. Uh, you are actually on one of my favorite um, old school shows of all time. You played the kid at the airport on the TV show called The White Shadow. Don't judge me, but you. <laughs> I love the White Shadow. Don't judge me. I, I love that show. But you—that was literally the first TV um, TV episodic that you did with this other actor by the name of Alfred Woodard. So I—I mm-hmm. I, I follow you. So I'm just—I I would like to say that um, you are really, truly one of the actors who I aspire to be because you are a working actor. Mm-hmm. Brother, you Thank find you, a job. You consistently work, and you are truly one of the, uh, one of the actors who, who who I really aspire to be because just your body of work says it all. So thank you so much, and let Absolutely. everyone thank you, and let everyone know where you could be found on social media. I can be found uh, at Luis A Ramos actor on Twitter. I'm Luis Antonio Ramos on um, on Facebook, and I have a film that's going to be released sometime in uh, late September called The Stockroom. With a guy named Victor Cruz and April Lee Hernandez and Lisa Colon Zayas, who happens to be David Zayas's wife, who mm-hmm. was on uh, what was that show where that dude was killing people all the time? Dexter. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. remember the cop Dexter? His wife's his wife's in this film. We're all in this film together. It's a great little film nice. that was shot here in New York. One of those things I was able to kind of like do you, while we were doing Power. You were also in a film called, um, or you're doing a film called You Bury Your Own. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And when is I'm that? Film the Berion. There's an episode of uh, Madam Secretary where I actually play the president of Venezuela. Oh, so. nice. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? You keep doing your thing. We yep. are watching you, and we are certified fans of you. And so, uh, yeah, keep doing your thing. We'll be watching. Love you all. Um, thanks. Keep enjoying Power. Next week is the final episode oh, of season two. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I know. We're so sad. <laughs> but we're excited it's for season three. Sweet because yeah. we're sweet because we know season three is going to come. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you're, my fingers are crossed. I, please stay alive. Oh, yeah. you're, the one, you're the one person that Bam does not want to kill off this week. Because he's been week. killed off yeah. the children. He killed yeah. everyone. Yeah. He killed everybody, the children. He's gone. He's gone. Hey. And, and I bet you everybody that thought that Sean was going to get killed didn't think that it was going to be done by his father. Right. Sure oh, did. Yeah, or in episode nine. <laughs> it's normally the finale. But, yeah. <laughs> but we, right. wanna, we love you. Love, thank you I, Thank you so much. Thank you for what you're doing on the show and keeping the show alive and, and, and doing all the things that you're doing, talking about it. It's great. It's great to hear and good job. Oh, thank, thank, you. thank you so, so much. much. All right. You. We'll see you later. Thank you so much. Take care. Right, thank you. All right. Bye. Okay, all right, so now we got to literally dive right into this. Okay, so question. What the hell was Angela thinking? So did she really think that she was going to arrest Tommy? Did she think that she was then going to be the prosecutor to defend him, uh, get him to testify against Lobos for a lesser plea deal, and then put him and his mother under federal um, uh, witness, witness protection? protection? Come on. What? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Yes, she did because that, she probably gets to do that. You know, when you when you get to do certain things in your job and you're just so used to things working out, or you just get the bad guy. Yeah. To her, it was I got the bad guy. She wasn't even like when Ghost said a few uh, a few scenes later. But I gave you Lobos, right. so you won't have to focus on Tommy. Even when he said that, she was looking like and yeah, like I want the bad guy. Tommy's the bad guy. Yeah, she's got no love for Tommy. But you know, you're absolutely right. She Angela really felt I think like she was on a winning streak. You know how it's like, oh good, we got that boom, yeah. got that boom, <laughs> like score. You know, I think that she really, really really truly thought that she was winning and that she was going to get Tommy and all that stuff locked up. To me it just seems a little tick tick boom when after she brought Tommy down from prison down to the to the basement the secret room mm-hmm. Tommy said you know what I'll just blab it and you still think that you're just going to Take this man to jail? Like, this bitch is crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are crazy if you think you're going to do all of this. Right. That's all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, she's sort of winging it, I think. But but let me say this. Tommy did such a great job with with his acting in this entire episode. It, and it was mainly through his facial expressions. I don't know if y'all were reading it, mm-hmm. but, like, towards Angela, he gave everything towards, like, just... When he wanted to say something, but he couldn't. I mean, his whole body language. I, I just had to give him su- super props for that this episode. I agree. Especially when he was in the room with his lawyer. And he was like, if you want to catch this Lobo guy, Lobo's guy, I can't help. Can I go back to my cell? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, my, line, now. my favorite line in that scene was, he was like, there was a bunch of Mexicans in the room. Which, which, which one was he? Which one was he? Can I go back to me soon now? Yeah. <laughs> this dude. Yeah. Playing the yeah. game. I, I think he did an amazing job. I think what really stood out for me with Tommy this episode was his interaction with his mother, though. Oh, oh that's I was great. Like, it reminded me so much of, of him with uh, with Holly. I was like, wait, did you really just call your mom? What did he say? Uh, something. Uh, he did see this. Yes. After she kissed him in the mouth. Yes. Did you yes. that? We yes. noticed yeah. that before, mm. that their interaction before. Something. And something it'll weird. probably mm. still unfold for us, but it's something real creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to defend Tommy just because she's she's a cokehead and mm-hmm. she doesn't know any better. Tommy knows the streets better, so he had he had to by all means shut her up, shut her <laughs> fuck up. Yep. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and okay. I, yeah, I don't think he needed any defense in this because I agreed with that mm-hmm. scene. I was just like, yeah, like come on, like she was really like ditzy in that room. Like you know, there's mic'd you know mics around here, there's cameras around here, there's people through that mirror. You know that, but mm-hmm. you're supposed to know that, you know. Well, so she's coked up. I mean, yeah. half the time, I'm pretty. Her logic was like, she was like oh, no, man. they're gonna take the house, they're gonna take everything. Yeah. She was just she was emotional wreck. Uh, another thing for me when Tommy was in jail is the relationship between he and Proctor, the lawyer. Yeah. Uh, Proctor told Tommy that um, that Ghost was late to mm-hmm. the the drug drop off, mm-hmm. and which Ghost wanted uh, uh, Proctor to say that. I have to question and throw this question out to you is Tommy I mean is is that a, what a real friend does because now I feel that there's some trust issues and I don't feel Tommy should fully be able to trust him because he lied right. uh Tommy would Tommy knows that ghost will never be late to the to, to the drop to the money drop number one so he lied and then number two if I was Tommy and ghost was my homeboy 
I will feel a certain way that you put me in jail. And you're not here with me. <laughs> and you're not here with me? Yeah. yeah. For me, the whole street code in which Ghost told Angela, I feel like you broke our street code and now I'm ready to break ankles. Right. Well, clearly that's sort of what he's feeling mm-hmm. in, this, uh, in this episode, especially in the beginning. Tommy... He's clearly confused, right? He's mm-hmm. just like, what's up? I'm in here. And then there was a scene where he was walking. Uh, there were the two lines, and he thought like, that he saw him from the, on the, from the side. And he's yeah. like, gee. Like, you know, I think that was his moment of being like, that's not you. Where is like, Ghost? Where is Ghost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's just totally confused. But I think you're right when that uh, when he's with Proctor. Um Jerry Farrar, he's great. Yeah, I, yeah, I like to, yeah. uh, his role in this, in this. I hope he continues on a little bit. But anyway, um, I think that it was it was great the whole breakdown of that and I think that uh, he definitely doesn't believe him and it's sort of meant for him to be confused right now. I still think though that he sort of still has that trust in Ghost to handle it though because regardless of what like okay you know what's his name uh, Proctor mm-hmm. explains what he's doing and like your friend is paying top dollar for me to be here mm-hmm. so he's like okay in the back of my mouth alright all right, Ghost got this under some kind of control which which is why I think he kind of let things rock um, I, I but, agree with you because yeah. even when he got out I would at least punch him real quick in the yeah, mouth yeah, first yeah. and then like you but know let's think about it though all time he needed to be a sh- to be sure that Ghost was on his side was for him to do something to Angela mm-hmm. and Ghost knew that so the whole thing was Tommy was like you and Ghost working together because mm-hmm. he keeps saying it and he even said it to this time when he saw Angela at the in, in like the in the hole wherever he met her with her mm-hmm. y'all working together and y'all trying to trying to sell me out but the minute Ghost flipped on him that's what turned turned Tommy if Ghost would have never done that I don't think that Tommy would have came out as happy or as chummy with Ghost as he was because basically. If I were on the outside looking in and I, and I were Tommy, I would basically say, okay, so basically Ghost is done with, he's done with Angela now because mm-hmm. he flipped on her. There's no turning back. You can't fix that relationship, so he's all team me now. Mm-hmm. Did you see That's that? Chuckle? It was like a pacifier. And he laughed like, he looked at her like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you got yours yeah. now when, you know, that evidence came out too. So. Yeah. Good point. I strike what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a good, good point, point though. Yeah, yeah, but, um, Okay, now Greg snooping to me is becoming more obvious, and it proves my it, it proves my theory because I mean he is constantly just uh, just lurking, just peeking, <laughs> just peek peek peeking. Mm-hmm. When Angela was talking with uh, with Mike, he listened to the conversation, then he goes over. So did you tell Mike mm-hmm, uh, that? Mm-hmm. I have a question though. Do you guys huh? think that it's solely from a professional standpoint, no. or he's just he hated he because you both. know I think it's both. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's my question. My question is, do you think that do you think that um, Greg wants uh, Jamie James St. Patrick in prison because because a professional, or do you think it's because it's personal because of the relationship and that he can have Angela to himself, or as I said, because I think he is the I think he's the the um, the, the the insider to Lobos. Mm. Oh, you think he's the yeah, mole? I do. Oh, that's true. You did say yeah. that. I forgot you said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good twist uh, yeah. on it. Yeah, that's a good twist. Because he's too thirsty. Like, he's too thirsty trying to get, um, uh, always asking questions about like who, ghosts. who informed you. And Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah well, maybe. And, and Lobos did say when they were on the rooftop that he had an inside. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's a combination of all of those, including what you just said, Bam, possibly. But it's definitely... A situation that I think is so not only did Angela step out mm-hmm. and I'm salty because she's not with me no more, but come to find out she's not with me for the dude that we're really after. 
Right. So, and I have to find out this information by following you, which is a super cent move. But in mm-hmm. his in his thing, he's like, okay, so are you working with him? Because mm-hmm. at this point, you would know. If Angie knew that Ghost was connected to Tommy and he knows what her job is and you see her linking up with this dude, linking up with Holly, linking up with all these people connected, you automatically think that she's a part of it. I would think she was a part of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and uh, and I agree, but this was actually the scene where we finally get to see that he actually does say something to Angela, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I've been following you. So I was just, I was glad because I was like, listen, how many how many more scenes can we watch, Greg? You know what I'm saying? Following Angie, it's just like, come on now. So I was glad that okay, we're moving forward from this. So yeah, I think it's a combination of things though too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, question: Do you think that? Um, um, should Angela be mad that she got played? No. <laughs> She's salty. She's salty. I mean, Ghost warned her. He warned her several times, and I even make the quote. He says, violates um, violates every, uh, everything, everything to, be- yeah. to betray a friend. Uh, better consider carefully. There are consequences to her actions. I mean, he warned her all throughout the episode. He sure did. He did. <laughs> But she 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 has a right to be salty, but she should have expected it. But when you mix business with pleasure, then that's what happens. You get burned. The thing is, Angela wants to be able to initially tell Ghost that Tommy was on the chopping block, which was bad right there. Because mm-hmm. she, if she didn't want this to happen eventually, what did she think was going to happen? You tell me my right. dog is getting investigated and I'm just supposed to be like, oh, cool, so we good now? We good? Nice. The fact that she right. even did that right there says that she didn't understand what she was actually doing or what she was getting into. That's that's the point. Um, Ghost told her at one scene, he said, you're from, this, you're from the neighborhood too. Mm-hmm. That means... Angie forgot who she was dealing with. She thought she was dealing with <laughs> Jamie, this club owner, this Corporate. whatever. Yeah. Yes, but she forgot. Not that she had to know that he's ghost, but she forgot that she's dealing with the dude from the street. So she just let her guard down. And so no, you can't. You can't necessarily be mad at that because she thinks she's playing dirty. You know what I'm saying? She thinks she's smart, but you forgot that you're messing with a dude who's from the same neighborhood as you, and he's probably playing just as smart. If not smarter, clearly. Mm-hmm. Agree. And there was something that I noticed. There was a lot of, there was a lot of, um, I won't say nitpicking, but there was a lot of things that was being charged at, at Ghost. You, from from Angela's perspective, Jamie, you've changed, and then you have Tasha and Tommy. You know, Tasha, you've changed, Ghost, you've changed, and so change to me seemed to be one of the big themes for uh, for Saturday's episode. And so has. Has Ghost changed and has Jamie changed, or are they so wrapped up into their emotions that they are forgetting, as you said, he's both? Mm-hmm. Well, I think. Well, you go ahead, Camille. I don't know if he necessarily has changed, but what I gather from from Jamie slash Ghost is that he shows people what they need to see. And he has done this. Look at Tasha. Tasha just found out now when he started cheating on her that she wasn't in a real relationship because he was showing her <laughs> what she wanted to see. Yeah, like he was showing. She, that's what she, she was surprised. Like, what you mean? Like, you, you this is a, a fraud because he was showing her mm-hmm. what, what she wanted. He's been see. showing Tommy what Tommy needs to see to keep Tommy at bay. That he's the street dude. He's all about the street life. Mm-hmm. He's showing people inside the club that he's all about the club business. That's what he's showing. So I don't know if he's necessarily changed. I think Ghost is he's an actor. 
Ghost is an actor. He has so many different personas, but he and he knows who to show you to keep you doing what you're going to be doing and keep you thinking what you're going to think about him. Yeah, Jay uh, Z said it best, though, in my opinion. He said, you think I worked this hard to stay the same? So I do think that Ghost is changing. I think that Jamie is changing, but I think that he's changing for the better and mm-hmm. the people around him. You know, when, when you're doing for yourself, you want to bring everybody along. Like, yo, we don't have to do that anymore. We can move forward and we can be clean and all that stuff. But unfortunately, nobody <coughs> wants to move with him. So mm-hmm. that's what I think, that, yeah, he is changing, but as he should. And I think, to answer your question, but I'm like, I feel like a lot of them are really wrapped up in their emotions, especially like Tasha. You know, she she's just going through all of this stuff where she's like, okay, well, he doesn't want to be with me. He wants to be with Angie. And so she's like dealing with that. You're not the same person. But at the same time, he's still making those moves. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, making those chess moves. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, if she lets him be ghost, the ghost that she knows, then she'll understand that he got it. That's why he told her, I got this. Oh, that was good. And he yeah. beat on his chest, too. He was like, <laughs> I said I effing got this. I exactly. mean, I was just like, I love that scene. So I, let me ask this question. So was it a, is it smart or dumb of Tasha to move away, never be seen or heard? Is it possible? Will he find her? And now you want to bring Sean, uh, the Tariq, the, the the kids? Is is? Well, I think she's scared. Because she's yeah, I agree. She's scared. If you were uh, if you were married to a street dude and his right hand got locked up, the right hand called you and said. Where the hell is your husband? Mm-hmm. I'm locked up and Ghost is nowhere to be found. You find out that Ghost is just somewhere kicking sure. it with this imaginary <laughs> plan that nobody knows about. And he's still dating the woman who put his right hand in jail. Mm. He's still with her. Mm-hmm. Automatically, as someone with a family and with some someone who knows they can lose it all, I think in her mind the plan made sense. But then when she incorporated like Sean into yeah. what he gonna do? <laughs> right. He ain't gonna have no job. Right. Number what? one. So you gotta start all over again. And it's not gonna be a street dude that you're used to being go- being with ghosts. And he ain't saving. <laughs> I think I thought He's gonna I thought, be all in your face. Like, just, <laughs> at that point I think she was just kind of desperate. I think when Keisha yeah. put in her mind are you really gonna do this by yourself? It's like who who is she gonna call her mama? Right. Her mama about all that. Right. So I just true. think at that point she's desperate and she feels that that might be the only person who got her back so yeah and unfortunately women have a tendency to live off of that moment that love that that affection that she was receiving Mm -hmm. from sean but not necessarily thinking that's not gonna last that's not gonna last forever you know this is gonna die down and then reality happens and you're gonna be like my baby daddy to the kids i mean it's just you know (laughs) the same age out here it was 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 a shaky plan tasha shaky it was funny when keisha was like two hundred thousand dollars. what you gonna do with that that's your shoe your shoe Mm -hmm. allowance so as we go into the the big bulk of the story, my question is: Do you guys think that? Um, do you think Tasha is the cause for Sean to be killed due to the pillow talk she shouldn't have been having with him in the first place? I think she has to. I don't think she publicly is going to take ownership for any part of this, even if she finds out if she finds out what really happened. happened. She's going to pass out on the casket. She's going to sing Amazing Grace. Oh, she's going to go in when she finds out that Sean is dead. She's going to be singing Going Up Yonder. Going Up Yonder. Low key though, she might not care, but on the low, but I'm, I'm about to agree with right. you. Right? I don't think she. I think she'd be like, "Dang, this messed up." But keep it moving. It was an extra body, you know, extra head, mouth to feed. But I think. <laughs> I think that she has she plays a role because as soon as he started getting some uh, cool to mama, 
he turned into this whole other guy. <laughs> if Sean would never have gotten this this extra boost of confidence, he would have just been riding this, this little way. He would have still been under his father, and he still would have wanted Kanan's support. But ain't nothing like having a, 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 the woman of your dreams behind you talking about, yeah, baby, you can do this. But he, he had, grew a pair. He yeah. had a cape on. <laughs> yeah. He grew a pair. So I don't think it was her fault or that she has to take responsibility, but she played a part. Mm-hmm. Open he gonna t- text her talking about love you. <laughs> <laughs> love you. I was like, oh, he's I, done. I do think, okay, so Tasha has a little bit to play with that, but I also feel that Kanan <laughs> has a lot to do with how he's acting too because, you know, he's at the point now where he's seeing Dre too, Dre rubbing it all in his face. Like, you know, you sure you got this? And I think at this point he just feels like he has to prove himself, you know, to yeah. his dad and to prove Dre wrong and then, you know, Tasha like, yo, I can take care of this too. So it's a mixture <laughs> to me of all of it. Yeah, um, I wouldn't necessarily put it on Tasha too much and I would agree with you that it's it's more about Kanan because let's talk about the scene. Let's talk yes. about when he's, you know, the the plan was okay, drive into the to the, you know, alley and then put his music on. He's listening to the playback of his dad in in his mind. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, so this is the guy who is in his mind and taking. He's maneuvering him. Okay, yeah, play the music. You know, okay, be be calm. You know what I'm saying? So it's clearly Kanan, and it's just it's 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 definitely Kanan's fault, but it's Sean's fault for being so gullible. Really, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You got to look at yourself. Like you let this man get into your head and just try to uh, try to maneuver you to make some decisions that you're not big enough for. And so I'm glad that that scene did not work out. Mm-hmm. You know that the cop stopped him and was just like, I don't think he. I don't know that he was going to do it. I think that something would have yeah. happened anyway. Do you, do you think he would have done it? No, clearly do you, not. <laughs> do you think he would have done? It? No, I don't think he would have done it either. Yeah. And then I also think that. <clears throat> Sean made so many bad moves again he had to die because after you pull the gun on um on on ghost. ghost then he tells you you don't have a suit like you don't know you don't know about this life right and, and your daddy th- didn't tell and you and your daddy didn't tell you and then when he tells him that you know you need to be better move go, go to new york move leave. go to new york yeah. why the hell would then you go to your daddy to give him the last final words that you ain't shit you ain't my daddy yeah, knowing that crazy. you gave the man you laid the gun right on the table, but you died. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but who thinks their daddy's gonna shoot them though? Real talk, yeah. I'm sorry. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. But you know what? For 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 go for Sean to even pull the gun out on Ghost and not just boom take him out shows that you shows that you're a little boy. You're gonna give him time. You're gonna have a conversation with him while you got oh, a gun to his head. It's like if you pull it out, you better use it. You know what I'm saying? Because you're really not about that life. Like Omari did the whole Krav Maga. You know, mm-hmm. type of move where he took the gun from him and you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's he's choking like, him out like this. <laughs> F boy, what do you call? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was just it was such a dope scene. But um, again, to Amari, he he did a, a fantastic <clears throat> job in this scene as well. He's been acting his butt off, y'all. Like yeah. he really he needs some props for that. He's been really doing a great job. He'll definitely be nominated for the end of the. He's got to be yeah. that one scene that uh, Luis was that he referred to the the go mm-hmm. like when he yelled at Sean go like if you could see the the smoke or the or the or what was it when it's cold like outside and you see the steam uh-huh. come out of his mouth. I mean, such a great shot right there. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's so, so merciful. So any, <laughs> not to kill Sean right there. So any thoughts on the on the confrontation between Sean and and uh, and Ghost before we have uh, any final thoughts on Sean and Kanan? 
I just thought it was unfortunate and it shows that Ghost has been more of a father to, to Sean yeah. than Kanan was. Yeah. The mm-hmm. fact that Kanan sent him out to do his dirty work, didn't tell him, so you're going to need another suit. He just basically gave him a gun and was like, kill him. Mm-hmm. But even after Sean buffed up, buffed up and basically said, me and your wife been kicking it, Ghost Oof. still was like, you know what? Just go. Because killing him in Ghost's mind would have been pointless. Kill you for mm-hmm. what? You already, there's, there's, you're not a street dude. Mm-hmm. Your daddy's crazy. I'm done with you. So it would be, it'd just be better for him to disappear. And it's just unfortunate that Sean had to learn at that moment that your daddy wasn't shit. Pretty much. <laughs> like, my daddy ain't shit. But like, he sent me out here on this goon, this goon mission for no reason. For his for his own retaliation. Yeah. yeah. So then he goes back to Kanan. Like you said, you know, Kanan was clearly like, you disappointed me once again and all of that. And how, I mean, it was such a sad scene. And I was just, I knew it was coming. It, I just knew it was coming. Like, and then Sean tried to walk away and just tried to start his life all over again. And, and came in dirty self. And then you told your daddy, again, because he's young, dumb, and um, he just, poor thing, didn't know any better. Because right. not only not only did you walk away, turning your back, you also then said, I'm going to live, I'm about to leave and go with Tasha. Right. Uh, poor thing. I just... I, the He's one dead. thing nobody's yeah. supposed to know, you yeah. just said out your mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. On top of that, he's dying and he's reaching for himself. I don't know who he was going to call with. I think Tasha. I, I thought no, that, I think that's Tasha was funny. Ghost for Kanan was like, get that phone. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? Number one? You going to call mommy? You going to call Ghost? But did y'all think that Kanan regrets it? Because he had a look on his face. That he was like, shit, like, for a split second, but then when he picked up his phone to call Dre, just showed me right there everything I needed to know. Like, he never saw him as his son. Mm-hmm. He saw, he said he thinks Dre is his son, mm-hmm. like, in, in a sense, you know? Yes. So, I don't know. That was heartbreaking. It was. We're sorry to see you go, Sean. Sinqua, you did a great job. <laughs> you had a good Bab killed you episodes ago, but. <laughs> but now it's a reality, huh? Well, uh, only thing I'll say about this is, I thought, in your words, I thought it was a cold piece for him to. To die. It's for a series regular to die, episode nine, and you don't, you can't even make the full season two. Yeah, I was. Uh, Courtney, I have some questions for you. Okay, <laughs> uh, so now let's go into Cornelius cold piece. DJ, hit the beat. Cold piece of the week for episode nine of season two of Power goes to Kanan. Obviously, I don't think anybody is in disagreement with this. And I made a list of the things that Kanan uh, was a piece of shit for. He was terrorizing the community as soon as he got out of prison with that Pelly Pell coat on. He was responsible for pink sneakers in the whole uh, situation with her. Popping up on Tasha like some dude that sent the hey you text that be hitting you up on your cell phone. He, that he disappeared and came back on the Chinatown bus cold for that. <laughs> he cut Dre's friend's tongue out. He shattered Dre's poor little dreams about getting off the block. He killed his own oh, son. son. He killed his own son yes, after sending him out to kill Ghost uh, because, like Sean said, you just a bitter old thug. And and now Dre, you gonna get the cold piece set because you still hanging with this dude. He gonna kill you too. So <laughs> let us know online who your cold piece of the week should be. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook using hashtag cold piece. <laughs> you on fire today? <laughs> with that pelly pill coat on, or that? Yeah, it was like studded. Like, come on, dude. It's, it's mine studded. But we love you, fifty. We do love you, fifty. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not you, Canaan. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh Lord. Um so let's uh go <laughs> let's go into predictions. <laughs> Bam, I can't. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'll go because Bam is uh, <laughs> that is not over there. <laughs> Dre's toast, like I said. Okay. I, and I only think I only think Dre is toast now because I originally said that I think uh, Sean is going to kill Dre. But once you find out that the dude that you rolling with is, killed his son. I think something's gonna happen with Dre going to ghost with like with the scary look like yo your boy is a little whatever because I just don't see Dre being the type of guy he wants he wants to be having this focus on his family wanting to get off the block I don't see him still looking at Kane in the same way and I think that's gonna cause something and I wouldn't doubt if Kane killed him too mm-hmm. me okay um so it's sort of obvious the way that Angela and Greg were talking at the end of the episode and they were trying to build a case against Ghost and she said, let's take him down. And that to me was like a little too obvious to, to, to actually take him down. So I figure maybe she's going to, she said, tell me everything you know about St. Patrick. So she's trying to get all the information that he knows, possibly to go try to, actually save him this time actually try to you know get him out of a situation because going back to a previous episode when she said a woman will do anything for a man that she's in love with um i mean i know they're supposed to be salty with each other and mad at each other but that might come into play Hmm, interesting i'm curious to see that happen Mm -hmm. um for me i i'm thinking of something completely different outside of you know the whole uh situation with uh angela and you know um the trial and all of this stuff um i'm thinking that stern is going to come back and, you know, of course we didn't touch on it, but, you know, the office was all tossed up and stuff. So I think, um, I forget his name, but the one who took out uh, Jamie's office, I think he and Jamie either are going to get into it because the numbers either aren't going to add up or he found the paperwork that, um, from the previous nights, you know, basically prevented him from making his gold. So I think they're going to have some issues in, in the next episode. So. <clears throat> Uh, speaking of Stern, I think that Ghost is going to actually set Kane, uh, uh, set um, um, Cantos up. Cantos. Uh, his whole disposition totally changed when he walked into the office to tell him about the about the party. Mm-hmm. He told Cantos, "Get off the phone!" Mm-hmm. Like he yelled at him, like he was still the boss. Mm-hmm. So th- his whole disposition has changed, and he's out to he's out to get Stern and Ghost. And I think the way to do that, <clears throat> excuse me, is to get is to do something to Cantos. Okay, and, and to go to that point, mm-hmm. did you see that one of the very last scenes was that Cantos walked into the office and was ransacked? Yeah. So that That's might be yeah. something mm-hmm. to that. I, I agree also with your theory as far as that would be too easy with the whole Angela and, and Ghost uh, situation. Um, now, Tommy in the previews goes to Kanan and says that Ghost set him up. So I think that Tommy and Ghost has a plan to take down Kanan. Yeah. Because at this point, <laughs> excuse me. Kanan actually needs to die, be killed, stabbed. Please. He, he needs to, like, mm-hmm. not, no, don't just kill him, but you need to, like, rip his body parts. Mm-hmm. He, he, he <laughs> has to go because he, I can't see him coming into season three and still causing and wrecking havoc. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm wondering how this takedown is going to go. So it appears that, uh, that, that Tommy goes to Kanan pretending as if I just got out of jail and now I don't trust this whole, um, um, Ghost, and so I think that's the probably plan. But like I said, there has to be a bloodbath mm-hmm. between 
the drug lords, Tommy Ghost, uh, Dre, and somebody else has to die. Yeah. yeah. Oh, real quick, too, maybe yeah. maybe Kanan's going to try to flip and say that Sean and put the Sean murder on Ghost. That, too, yeah. Mm. There's, there, yeah. Well, we don't know any of that, but hopefully one of these predictions come true. What I am doing is calling 50 Cent out. Come on our show, because that would be the perfect ending to our, you know, finale as well. So, 50 Cent, come on in, brother. Skype in like your boy did. <laughs> yeah. So, let everyone know where you guys can be found on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Cornelia. Also on iTunes at Happy Hour Podcast. You can find me at Robin Ayers on all social media or my website, it's RobinAyers.com. And you can find me at Janisha underscore Miss VI on all social media. And you can find me on all social media at Bay Merrickson. Thank you guys for tuning in after Buzz TV for Power. We want to also thank our special guest, Mr. Luis Antonio Ramos. Thank you. Uh, who plays the character of Ruiz. So thank you so much for, uh, for tuning in. Next week, the finale, there's going to be a lot to discuss and maybe some surprises. So keep it locked. We'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 